on this episode of the Girl Talk Podcast. God says in his word through that, that our husbands might be one for the Lord Mm -hmm. for the very first time, or might come to have a better and deeper relationship with him because of our example that we're following. You are listening to the Girl Talk podcast brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. My name's Carol. I'm Kelly. I'm Trisha. So glad you're here today. We always promise you that we're going to talk about hard topics. And so today we're going to dive in. This was actually um, a suggestion that we had from a survey that we sent out. Somebody asked us to tackle this subject. So we're going to talk about today when your spouse isn't interested in church. And you're like, what in the world can a single mom tell me about when her spouse is interested in church? Nothing. That's why I'm going to do less talking today, I promise. I'm going to try. Okay, so we're going to dive into this one. And one of the things that I hear a lot is that women constantly are complaining about either their husband not taking spiritual leadership or um, not attending church at all. And what would you say to a woman who's listening, maybe even who wrote in that that topic, and what would you say to her right now? I feel you. I hurt with you. Mm. And I know where you've been. I know where you are. Mm. And um, there may be tears in this podcast Mm. because it is, it hits very, very home to me. Mm. I have always desired to have um, that husband who is the spiritual leader of the home. Mm. Um, and my husband is is getting there. Mm. He is much better today than he was 10 years ago than he was 20 some odd years ago whenever we got married, 22, <laughs> 23 years ago um, when we got married. Mm. Um he is in a different place now, and he is much more equipped to be the spiritual leader of our home. Mm. He does a better job of it, uh, but he did not even know what the word spiritual leader meant mm. when we got married. And it has been a season of prayer and lots and lots of prayer and lots and lots of prayer <laughs> and lots and lots of tears mm. and me begging God to grow my husband to be the man I knew he could be that I knew Mm. God was calling him to be so that's what I would say I would say girlfriend I know where you are and well I I love I love that you said it's been a season of me begging God you did not say nagging him Mm. well that's because I learned the hard way Mm. and there was I mean there there have been certainly times of nagging and Mm. it caused problems yeah it caused lots of problems Mm. and every once in a while it'll still come back up Mm -hmm. where my husband will say um you made me so mad when you would talk about me being the spiritual leader of the household and how inefficient i was or how inept i was that was the way he felt those were not the words i used but he felt like he could never measure up to my expectations for him because of the nagging that i did so absolutely i did way too much nagging Mm. Um, and the lord convicted me of that and told me to shut my mouth (laughs) and he did that with scripture there Mm. are all kinds of great scriptures and proverbs um, Mm -hmm. that talk about the perils of a nagging wife and how awful nagging wives are Mm -hmm. and what damage we can do to our husband and um i did that i did that and i damaged my husband and we're still 
um, healing from mm. those kinds of things. But I will tell you the best thing that you can do is pray and not nag. Mm. Mm. Be an example. Yeah. Be an example for your husband. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's very powerful. Yeah. My thought was just that God sees you. Mm. God sees your heart that you want him to rise up and pray more and go to church more or go to church at all. God sees that and, and, and he hears your prayers. So don't stop praying, but just the acknowledgement that God hears you. Um, my experience was when, when I got married, my husband uh, thought he was a believer. I mean, he thought he was a Christian, let's say, because he went to church, mm. but as, um, and I thought he was, just because he told me he was. <laughs> but as we traveled together the first two years of our, our marriage, he realized he really hadn't made that commitment, mm. that wow. decision. And I got to see him mm. give his life to Christ as, as his wife. And I have seen him grow and, and take over that spiritual leadership over a number of years. But that didn't come from me. It came from God answering the prayers to, to echo what you said. But just as you as you watch, as you hurt, as you cry, which I, I know you do when you're wondering about that, God sees you. Mm. He hears the prayers. That's just the only thing I wanted to say. Yeah. I, both of you, I, I ran into a friend of the ministry at a, an event not not too long ago, and she she chased me out into the parking lot. She was like, I've got to tell you this story. And she said, I had prayed for my husband for 16 years. And I was like, well, you can stop right there because I don't think, you know, a lot of things sometimes I don't pray for 16 minutes or 16 seconds. But uh, she said, I prayed for 16 years that he would come to know Christ. And she said, um, five months ago, he said yes to Jesus. Oh, And she said, everything has changed. She was like, "I, I couldn't even like. Things that I never even thought to pray for have changed. She's like, now we're studying our Sunday school lesson oh, together. Oh, oh, oh. You know, so um, I say that as a word of encouragement to you because I think we do give up way too soon. Yeah, I agree. If I could go back and do my life over again, I think, what to your point, I think I gave up way too soon. I should have prayed more. Um, not, not in a, you know, beat myself up over it kind of way. But, but as I look back on that and reflect on that time in my life, um, I just think I, I got to a point and, and I gave up. So I want to speak to you if you're in that place right now. That's what the devil wants you to do. He wants you to give up. I don't know if you know this or not, but if you just look around at our world, there's not a whole lot of people cheering on marriage, traditional marriage between a man and a woman right now. And... Um, God wants you to have a godly marriage, and it's not easy. Um, if it were easy, everybody would be doing it. Not everybody, because there'd be people you know, who, who don't agree with the way God says to do it. But his design is perfect, and he wants your family to succeed and even thrive. So I would say don't give up. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. And that's from somebody who knows the other side of it, who knows the pain and the heartache and the years of um, damage that you do not only to each other but to your children if you have children. So I would say um, don't give up. Stick in there. I think we give up on things way too soon. And I think the word is also very clear that we are to model for our husbands. Mm. 
mm-hmm. that we, if we have an unbelieving husband or we have a husband who is a believer but just doesn't understand what God's calling him to as the to be the spiritual leader of the home, mm-hmm. is to just keep doing what God has called us to do yeah. and keep submitting our lives to Christ first and to our husband second. Mm. And continuing to model for our husbands what submission to Jesus looks like. Mm. And that through that, God says in his word through that, that we, our husbands might be one for the Lord, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that our husbands might come to know God for the very first time or might come to have a better and deeper relationship with him because of our example that we're following. I mean, that we're showing to Mm -hmm, him. mm -hmm. And so that's the other thing I'd say is just keep doing what God has called you to do. Never stop, never give up on what God's called you to do Mm -hmm. uh, because your husband might be one. He might not. He might never come to know Christ. He might never get to a place where he ever wants to join you at church. He might not ever want to be the spiritual leader of your household. But that doesn't mean that God has given you permission to stop living your life for Christ and stop praying for your husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the it's the behaviors, isn't it? Yeah, that it's the actions. It's not the words, mm-hmm. but it is the actions that really will win someone over. And think about it. It's your ultimate opportunity at evangelism. Mm. I mean, it's so true. Huge opportunity. To but be I, Christ. I think like. it's easier for us to resort to manipulation. Sure. And a lot of people will tell you, do this, do that. And it's more manipulative than it is spiritual and God led. Mm-hmm. So I think we explain need to be, that. What well, do you mean? I, I mean, you know, we as women can manipulate men in certain ways. And when you talk about the biblical model of submission, there are a lot of people who just turn this podcast off because they don't want to hear that because I don't know what if you know this or not, but the, the culture is so against that, mm-hmm. you know, I have rights and I am, you know, equal and I, you know, all those things. And, and I think one of the things that I hear you saying too, is that to don't give up and to um, not try to manipulate the circumstance to work out into your favor, because, Hey, let's just be honest, going to church, don't make you a Christian. That's right. So there's probably plenty of men who are in your situation who go every Sunday and they didn't know Christ. They don't know the life-changing power of the gospel. So really make your investment in what you pray for deeper than that. Because I think just going to church to check a box, that doesn't get us where we want to be either. Like we have to go to the heart. You know, at our heart, we're all sinful people. And... God loves us. He sent Jesus to the cross. So, and, and that's where you got to start, that your husband, your spouse will encounter Jesus because mm. that changes everything. Mm. And to quit trying to manipulate the circumstance to work out so that it's better for you. That's right, because we want them to encounter Jesus. Right. Yeah. We it's don't not about just, us. Right. It's about Jesus. Yeah. And there are a lot of happy homes that are happy homes they don't have Jesus, you know? So I think for me, I I was praying for all the wrong things. I prayed for more of the surface things that would make my life easier. That's manipulation. Mm. I think the deeper things, the things of God that, that he wants their heart and not just their behavior. We don't want just better behavior. 
You know, Correct. That's like and, raising and, kids. Right. And you're like, I was going to say, it's you're not his mama. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but I think you really have to go deeper than that to the heart to say, is my desire really for my husband to know Christ? And two, to quit looking at like you're on two different spiritual planets, even though you may be. Right. That doesn't make you better, honey. Mm-hmm. I love you. But it, I mean, we're all growing in grace and growing in our relationship with Christ. So don't put yourself on a higher Mm -hmm. plane because of that, because that's when you can get into that manipulation. I want you to behave a certain way. So I'm going to do these things to get you to behave a certain Mm -hmm. way. That's manipulation. Boy, that's so true. Mm -hmm. And I tend toward that Mm -hmm. because if I don't get what I want, I tend to go for it in a passive aggressive way or do something like that. But I'm going to share a story that I think, So I do my Bible reading in the morning Mm -hmm. and I get up in the morning and I do my Bible reading. And uh, because I have to, (laughs) I have to, I do it every day or I'll come in here like a crazy person. And I even come in like a crazy person doing it, but I will even worse. Mm -hmm. So I do it every day. I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back, but here's the thing. My husband noticed that. Mm. I didn't know he noticed that because usually he's up and at him and I'm in my room doing it. He noticed that. He said, you know, I've noticed that you've done your your Bible study every day for like a year. I'm like, well, two, actually, (laughs) because I'm desperate. But I'm saying they notice they may not say it, but they're seeing it. So not that we do it so they see it. Right. But when you do that and you make the choice to spend time with God and praying in Jesus name, they're noticing it. Yeah. And I will say, you know, we just hop back to the manipulation thing. Mm-hmm. Manipulation would be them, you doing it in such a way where they can't not notice. Doing it right. in his like, bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or just having my quiet time. Or making really loud sounds, yeah. you know. Amen. Not fixing breakfast <laughs> until, you know, your quiet time's done. Those kinds of things. I'm just, That's a I good think point. There's a good, yeah. there's a good tendency that people are listening to this and saying, well, I, you know, I just want. I want things to be good in our life. And we've just got, I'm so sick of this phrase. God just wants me to be happy. (laughs) That makes my eyes roll back into my head. If you're not watching the video, you're on just the podcast. Because (laughs) God wants us holy. Mm -hmm. God doesn't necessarily want us happy. Sometimes he'll upset you're happy if it's going to make you holy. Mm. Say that again. Wow. Sometimes he'll upset you're happy if it'll make you holy. I love that. So I just, I I just don't, and and I know we're probably going to get an email from somebody going, well, what do you know? You're divorced. You have no right to say, and you're right. You're right. I do. But I will tell you what I've learned on the other side of that is to say, fight for it. It's worth fighting for. Mm. And I'm not talking about fight with your spouse. I'm talking about fight for him on your knees. Mm. Because those are the things mm-hmm. that are going to make. And, and, you know, just like this sweet friend who came up and said, I prayed for my husband for 16 years. Like, I'm sure I don't I'm not speaking on her behalf, but I am sure that there were days that she thought enough of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing this no more. This is not working. 16 years. That's a lot of days, y'all. That's, that's a lot, a of, lot days. of days. And I'm not saying he'll answer in 16 years. There's no magic formula for it. But God's at work even when you don't see it and even when you don't feel it he's still at work that's exactly right no I, you're putting me yes you're, yes exactly yeah but that's that's so true that really hit home and if you need some words um the unveiled wife 
has a website and there are lots and lots of prayers there mm. where you can pray for your husband. So she actually has written a book called 31 Days of Praying for My Husband or something like that. 31, yeah. oh. 31 Prayers for My Husband. Her name is Jennifer Smith. Okay. To look down at my notes. <laughs> but Jennifer Smith, um, 31 Prayers for My Husband. Mm. And they run the gamut from, yeah. I mean, there there is one in there specifically about my husband won't go to church. Yeah. And I want to pray for that. Um, pray for my husband to be the spiritual leader of the household. Pray for me to like my husband, you know, yeah. things like yeah. that. All kinds of things that we need to pray for. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But Jen, she's, it's an incredible book. Yeah. I remember reading Power of a Praying Wife, you know, yeah. all those years ago. That used to be a very popular book. And she, even I, today, I just thought of that when you said that. She says in the first of that book, do you long to do right or to be right? And I was like, I don't like this book very much at all. I'm going to put it away, you know. And um, but but another good resource for you there because it will teach That's you Stormy O'Martian. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, yeah. And that will teach you how to pray for your husband mm-hmm. as well. There are all sorts of resources. We got we got availability to more resources now than we ever have in the course of history. There's probably an app somewhere that you can download prayers for your husband. Yeah, but. Um, I say that it's worth the investment. It's worth the fight. It's worth um, your time. It's worth your prayers. It's worth your tears. So do not give up. And if there's a way we can help, please let us know. You're always welcome to get in touch at girltalk at thelightfm.org. You can also check in on the Facebook page, join the private girlfriends group. We would love to have you on all those platforms because we love hearing from you and we love um, praying for you. We do that on a regular basis. So get in touch if you need us. We want to say thanks to our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee for their partnership and ministry. Truth of the matter is we could not do it without you folks. So thank you so much. We love you. And we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the Girl Talk podcast. Yeah.